It is Sunday, January 19th. I'm AJ Grimaldo, and you are listening to a brand new episode of The Island Fish. everyone and welcome to another exciting episode of the island fish now you may have heard me say hey it is sunday january 19th however if you are subscribed to my patreon that's right the island fish has a patreon you are listening to this about maybe two days early it's either up friday or saturday so that's going to be a new thing because we have patreon now boys and girls so this is really excited. I started the Patreon uh, the other day after I did episode 11. And you can subscribe if you want at patreon.com slash islandfishpodcast. Uh, we have a couple tiers. We've got the little fish tier, which uh, you pledge $5 or more a month. You get ad-free. I mean, we're ad-free anyway. Uh, so that one really doesn't really apply right now. But in the future, once we get sponsors, get ad-free episodes. Also, you get early access. So if you're subscribed right now you're getting this two days earlier which is freaking awesome how i love early stuff i love when i get stuff early like christmas presents christmas presents are always nice early also under the little fish cheer you get bonus episodes as well if you donate ten dollars a month or more you're a big fish in this island fish pond uh we get ad free early access like uh, the other tier you also get exclusive patreon only discord where you can chat with me and friends of the island fish and we can you know just have a good old good old chat have a have a kiki that's my that's a thing i learned from the circle a kiki spill some tea i don't know if i'm using those rights if not you can let me know also you get everything else in the previous tier as well and polls and voting yeah we're gonna have exclusive polls and voting so you can do all that fun stuff if you donate ten dollars or more now if you're feeling like you're mr moneybag she's like you know what? i want to support your boy aj we got the king shark tier which is 25 dollars or more per month you get live stream q a's with me and the boys you get fan recognition that's right if you donate 25 dollars or more i will give you some recognition and i'll give you a shout out and a cool nickname how cool is that you want to shout out here and a nickname and also you get everything the other tiers offer as well so please if you want to support this podcast you want to support me like what i do please subscribe to our patreon that's again patreon.com island fish podcast and see we already got a few people swimming in and i want to thank all those uh who have donated so far i know this is usually part of the king shark tier but i just want to shout out to aaron newton who has donated to us so thank you aaron love you brother all right so let's dive in to the island fish enough with all this donation stuff i don't want to feel like a charity here on the island fish podcast because we're not charity we're aj and this is the island fish podcast so i have had a wonderful week so far this feels weird doing two episodes in a week but it's kind of how the schedule lined up this week now i uh past couple days i've been trying to finish up some tv shows because a lot of them have come back uh especially the big thing i was super excited for 
uh, was the finale of Crisis on Infinite Earths. Uh, that was airing on the CW. So they had the final two parts air uh, Tuesday night, which were the Arrow parts and the Legend of Tomorrow's part. And I thought for everything uh, that they've done, it was a really decent show. Now, the big thing coming out of this, and warning, I am going to spoil some stuff here. So if you have not seen uh, any of the Crisis uh, episodes so far, I do implore you to maybe skip ahead a couple minutes because we are going to go into some spoiler territory right now. Uh, so that is your warning. I'm going to give you a five, four, three, two, one. All right. So the biggest thing coming out of this, uh, these, this crossover is that, you know, they merged all the Earths. Um, that the CW shows revolve around, at least. Uh, so there's a new lineup for Earths. Uh, you got Earth Prime, which now consists of all the CW shows except, I believe, Stargirl. Stargirl is an interesting thing because it's airing on the DC streaming service first. And then I think a day after it airs on there or whatever, like a week after uh, an episode will go on the CW. So they're kind of excluding that from the CW Earth Prime. But it has its own Earth because uh, they had like a little montage of all the Earths. I don't, I believe Stargirl's Earth is now Earth 2, which is the previous home of uh, Jesse Quick, um, Wells, one of the Wells at least, uh, the Laurel Lance that er she was an arrow uh, this season. So that Earth's gone and now we have the Stargirl Earth there. Another cool little tidbit that they showed during this uh, montage of Earths is that uh, the Green Lantern Earth. Now, I believe they used footage from the Ryan Reynolds movie and I know you're all like, uh, that Green Lantern movie. Yeah, but it was kind of a little hint, I think a little teaser because HBO, I believe, uh, when they launched their streaming service, they want to do a Green Lantern show, and I don't know if it's been greenlit yet, or if it's still in the development phase, but that's something that they plan on on happening for their streaming service. So I think that was a little teaser there, which is cool. You know, I like Green Lantern. I think John Stewart's my favorite Green Lantern because I grew up with the old Justice League uh, cartoons and stuff when they aired on Cartoon Network and Toonami. Uh, but you know, I, if they have Hal Jordan, you know, got some love for my boy Hal. They also, I, I guess this was common knowledge and I just didn't know this, but apparently uh, Titans, which airs on uh, the DC streaming service, uh, which I just finished actually made, like 10 minutes ago before I started recording this episode. It's like, oh, I'm going to finish Titans. Uh, and also airs on a Canadian Netflix, which I may have been watching it on there. Spoiler alert. And Doom Patrol, they're two separate, I guess, Earths. Now, I was under the impression that Doom Patrol and Titans take, took place in the same same universe uh, because I believe uh, Doom Patrol's backdoor pilot was an episode of Titans in the first season. And then I know they had like a few casting changes and, you know, that happens with TV shows all the time. But apparently they're two separate Earths on uh, the montage they showed us on uh, Legend of Tomorrow. It was, I think, Titans is Earth-12, Doom Patrol's Earth-21, so they flipped them around. Um, but I was like, okay, okay, we uh, splitting them up, and I can I can understand why, especially after watching this season of Titans, which I'll go over a little bit later on in the show because I guess the theme of this episode is superheroes. They didn't really have much involvement this season. They had no involvement this season. Who am I kidding? So I can understand why they did that. 
there's a few more big things that came out of came out of crisis uh the next one i think blew everybody's mind on the internet i know it when i was watching it my draw my draw my jaw just dropped and it was when grant gustin's flash met ezra miller's flash now if you're not keeping up don't know who ezra miller is he plays the flash in the justice league movie that uh came out a couple years ago that one that wasn't really well received uh, but, you know, the showrunners have been stating for a long time that, you know, we're never going to cross over with uh, the DC movie universe, that uh, the CW shows are their own thing. Well, we've got a crossover, and it was so perfect. Like, these two, I, I wish we could see more of these two together, and I hope from what I'm hearing, the rumor and innuendo, that that might be the case. Um, so the scene is basically Barry Allen's in the Speed Force uh, because that's where all his friends are. Um, the, our Barry Allen, the CW Barry Allen. And after he talks to Oliver's ghost, um, he finds himself in Star Labs. And he hears a voice and he turns around and it's Ezra Miller's uh, Flash. And they're both like, who are you? And Ezra's like, oh, you wearing some cosplay? And uh, Grant's like, no. I'm the Flash too, uh, but Ezra's Flash is like, wait, who's the Flash? Then it dawns on him, oh, cool, I'm the Flash. Uh, so the two kind of go back and forth. They check out each other's uh, suits, and then Barry's like, I, I don't know how you're here. And uh, Ezra's Flash is like, I don't know how I'm here either. And Barry's like, you don't know about like the multiverse? You don't know what's going on? He doesn't actually say multiverse, but like he's implying that, and then... Uh, Ezra's flash is like, no, I don't. And then he starts fading away. He's like, I told Victor, who I believe he's referring to is Cyborg, Victor Stone, that stuff like this was possible. So this got like speculation and all that fun stuff running wild, wild on uh, Reddit and the interwebs. Um, one of the cool things about this scene, and it's kind of leading into that speculation, is that the frame, as uh, the aspect ratio kind of changed. Like for CW shows, most of it is like in that standard TV format however during this scene it changed like you were watching like a, a movie or something and that's uh led to some speculation that in the flash movie that's coming out i think in 2022 uh we might see this scene or a similar scene playing in to uh how the flash gets his name and how because apparently the movie we're getting in 2022 with uh ezra miller is that it's going to be flashpoint which i think think it's kind of weird to start a flash movie with flashpoint but at the same time i know dc universe uh their movie universe they're doing like soft reboots because they've gotten rid of many actors i know Baff uh baffleck uh ben affleck's not batman anymore henry i, f I don't even remember his last name because i always mess it up uh but he's not in the guy who plays superman he's think i think he's done with superman and apparently this new Batman movie that's coming out with Robert Pattinson, it's not even connected to the DC universe anyway. Uh, but they have an opportunity because of this whole crisis thing. Their big thing is that they were merging worlds and rebooting the universe. And that kind of ties in with uh, Ezra's flash is that Barry kind of asks him, how are you even here if the universe is, you know, already gone at this point? And I think it's because he was trapped in the Speed Force. And so I think that might play a factor going into that movie. But we won't know. It's all speculation. But that was a, one of the cool, coolest parts of the entire Crisis crossover was seeing uh, Grant and Ezra 
share a scene together. It was beautiful. And the last really cool thing that kind of happened was they finally introduced the Justice League in the CW. While they haven't officially said, hey, we're the Justice League, pretty much it's Justice League. Uh, so at the end of the crossover, they're all in the hangar that we've seen before. Excuse me. I had Chinese food today, so some of it's coming up a little bit. Uh, but they're on the hangar. And uh, Barry, they just had like a memorial for Oliver Queen, who, spoiler alert, is dead. I mean, I think we all knew that. Uh, so they're doing like a memorial, and then Barry reveals that, hey, we could use this hangar, you know, as a place where we could meet for something like this ever happens again. So he pulls off a tablecloth to reveal a cool-looking table, has a star in the middle, and has a bunch of seats with a bunch of the heroes' uh, emblems on them. Uh, which was really cool, and it kind of ends with the old Super Friends theme playing with the monkey, Gleek. Uh, you can hear him screeching in the background. He got loose. That was really cool to see. I really enjoyed uh, the Crisis crossover. It had, A lot of fans are a little disappointed because they feel that uh, the Reverse Flash was supposed to be in it. And I understand, but it, for me it really didn't take anything away because I feel like they can play that out someplace else uh, but I really enjoyed this crossover um, I really excited to see what they do next year I know nothing uh, not gonna be on the level it was this year simply because this was a accumulation of a whole lot it's basically DC's endgame uh, it's not fair to really compare the two but at the same time it really is uh, and it just it was a really good I really enjoyed it and I hope the people that watched it enjoyed it as well. If you didn't, let me know and we can discuss, have a civil civil conversation about why you didn't like the crossover. I don't know why I'm doing an accent. It just kind of happens sometimes. we got to keep it fresh here on the Island Finish. <laughs> so keeping with the superhero theme, I just finished Titan Season 2. I binge-watched the shit out of it. It dropped on uh, Netflix, if uh, you're in Canada, a couple weeks ago. Maybe a week or two. And I'd been putting uh, been putting it off. Uh, I loved the first season. Uh, I just I really love superhero shows that aren't Marvel. Apparently, I tried all the Marvel TV shows, and just none of them really did it for me. But DC, they kill it at TV shows. So I started binge watching season two of Titans a couple days ago, and I've enjoyed the hell out of it. Like, oh man, it was it was good. I know when it first was airing, I was following uh, along on Reddit. Uh, a lot of people didn't really enjoy it. I think that's because they had to wait each week for an episode to drop online. But when it drops on a uh, outside streaming outside the U.S., it drops on uh, all the episodes, not just one a week usually. And I think that really helped it in my books because I didn't have to wait a week, and I kind of didn't really have time to reflect too much on it. It kind of, I consumed it all at once. So to me, it was a collective thing instead of a singular thing, which I think is why I like binge watching TV shows, because if I sat down and wait each and every week, I feel like I'm more picky and I criticize those TV shows and episodes more than I would if I just kind of watch them all around. Like, okay, I get the, this whole story. That being said, I do have a few complaints about this season. Uh, the biggest one is the first episode. Uh, so last season ended on a huge cliffhanger. Uh, that being, they were all on, uh, what's his face, the farm. 
uh, Raven's mother's farm and like all the uh, Dick Grayson he was mind controlled and it just kind of ended with him being mind control and Trigon being released now I thought the first episode of season two should have been the finale of season one like I all four ending on a cliffhanger but just how out of place episode one of season two felt it just like okay this really doesn't have anything to do with the rest of the season it was just kind of there and it would have it would have been much better served as you know the finale of season one uh, also one of the nitpicks is like there was a couple flashback episodes which I liked but at the same time it kind of slowed the pace and again I feel like it would be more of an issue to me if I was the person who subscribed to the DC uh, streaming network because you have this episode I, feel, I felt like it was one episode with story one flashback episode one episode with story one flashback episode which I mean when I say story I mean like like in the present tense not like the the past because all of them are you know relevant to the story pretty much but I just felt like the the pacing was a little weird and also I feel like they tried to do too much at the same time there was a lot of story lines kind of intermingled which is fine, like, I'm all for shows doing more than one story, because if they just focus on one thing sometimes, it gets a little boring. But I almost felt like uh, Titans Season 2 had too much going on for it. Like, the main focus was Deathstroke and the death of his son, Jericho. Uh, the other thing was they introduced Superboy, and now uh, Camdus, I think I'm saying that right, was trying to grab him, and then you have Raven losing her powers... Or not losing powers, like losing control. And then you had uh, them slowly introducing uh, Blackfire, who is Star Starfire's sister. And it's just kind of all going on at once. And you're like, okay, which plot point do I want to jump on on? Shows like Game of Thrones, I feel like they juggle that stuff a little better. With Titans, it kind of felt a little sloppy. I mean, towards the end, it sort of worked itself out. But it just kind of left me scratching my hands at some point. Uh, some cons of this, uh, yeah, pros, pros, some pros, we already did the cons. Some pros, I really enjoy the actors. Um, the girl who plays uh, Dove reminds me so much of the girl that plays uh, Sarah Lance on uh, Legends. I don't know if it's because they're both blondes, but they kind of have the same, like, mannerisms and same kind of voice. And it always, like, if I close my eyes, sometimes I think, hey, is Sarah Lance on uh, Titans? That's a show I'd like to see do a crossover. It's Legends and Titans. Probably not going to happen, but, you know, be interesting. I'd like to see that happen. Hashtag, give me some Birds of Prey. You know, give me a, a Femme Fatale episode. Like, all the DC Universe ladies do something cool. I'd like to see that. Right, kind of moving away from superheroes, but staying in the realm of streaming and Netflix. I finished The Circle, y'all. I was telling y'all about it last episode that you need to watch the show called The Circle because it's fantastic. And I was telling you, they drop a new episode like every week. So I thought. Well, my surprise, uh, I think Wednesday was supposed to be when episode 9 dropped. So I was like, oh, goody. I get off work. Gonna go home. Gonna watch me some season 9. Uh, season 9. Episode 9 of The Circle. Well, I finished season 9. And to my surprise, 
or season, let's keep doing season nine. Uh, I finished episode nine, and to my surprise, episode 10 popped up. I'm like, hold on a minute. Episode 10, shouldn't you be hidden away till next week? And then I paused it and went to the episodes, and they had all the remaining episodes there. Granted, it was only like two or three more episodes. I was like, damn, I'm going to finish the circle tonight. So I told my boys, fuck y'all, I ain't playing Fortnite tonight. Me and the circle, we're gonna we're gonna have some some quality time. And this show, I won't spoil for you because I really think you need to watch it to to appreciate it. But y'all, I was I was so shook at the ending. I think the right person won. It's just ah, uh, so good. I love this show, and I need I need more in my life. I was talking to my buddy Chris. I was like, man, I need season two now. Where is it? Do they have it? Like uh. Like in Area 52, is that why all these, uh, Area 52, 51, you know, is that why these people were trying to storm there? Like in the fall, they're like, where they're like, yo, season two of the circle, hidden right there, we gotta storm Area 51 and grab those episodes. If so, I condemn them, they should, you know, should have invited me. I should have went there, because I really can't wait for season two. I'm trying to track down a, a way to watch the British version. It was supposed to be free on some website at one point. But I think they all got pulled, so I'm looking legally, of course, for a way to watch these episodes. Because I just need some more circle in my life. I need to complete the circle. So you're probably thinking to yourself, okay, AJ, you finished Teen Titans, you finished uh, Crisis, you finished The Circle. You probably have no other time for anything else this week. Well, <laughs> you'd be wrong. Because I also picked up a game that I'm super excited about. I actually picked up two games, but I've only started one of them. I picked up a Fire Emblem, the Tokyo Mirage game for the Switch. This is the one I didn't start yet. But the other game that I picked up that I'm super excited uh, to be playing a little bit is Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. <laughs> no surprise, huge Dragon Ball Z nerd. I've got Dragon Ball Z shit all over my house. It's just, I love the show, y'all. I love Dragon Ball. It's been with me since I was a child. And <clears throat> I really enjoyed when I was younger uh, these RPG games for the Game Boy Advance called The Legacy of Goku. They had three of them. I think I've talked about it once or twice. Maybe I'm thinking of bringing your A game. Uh, but they had The Legacy of Goku, then they had Legacy of Goku 2, and then the third one was Boo the uh, Boo's Fury. And the, like the first one, it was an okay game. The second and the third were really where they hit their stride with these games. And to my surprise, it almost feels like uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot is a spiritual successor to those Game Boy games. Because itself is also an RPG game. Uh, it's not like the couple games that have come out before, like Xenoverse or Fighters. It's very much an RPG game. And I've only put a few hours in already. Uh, I think I'm up to the Saiyan Saga. I just finished, I think, uh... I'm right up. I think I'm going to Namek. I think I'm in Namek. It's been a minute. But it's just a... It It's very nostalgic for me. Be, I mean, a lot of it's different because, you know, it's, uh, like, 3D graphics compared to sprites, uh, 2D sprites. But it's just very reminiscent of a game I used to play in my childhood. And I, I, I'm enjoying it so far. The controls, they do get a little, they do take a little bit to adjust to. Uh, some buttons you think should be certain things aren't, so it takes a minute to kind of wrap your head around that. But for the most part, I'm enjoying this game a lot. 
I, if you like Dragon Ball Z and you have some extra moolah to spend, definitely pick this up. I highly recommend it. Gets my uh, old island fish stamp of approval. What gets me excited about this game as well is that there's a whole bunch of cool, like, extra stuff they added uh, story-wise. I mean, if you're like me, you played one Dragon Ball Z story game, you kind of played them all because the story doesn't change. It's usually you start at the Saiyan Saga and at the Boo Saga. In this game, while it's that as well, it kind of thro uh, throws in some new lore stuff with us. Like, I know they introduced a former member of the Ginyu Force. Having got to that part, yeah, I believe you get that get to that part around the Cell Saga. But they just kind of add uh, some new lore stuff in there, and I think some DLC leaked. Um, and I think we're getting some super stuff, or at least, if not super, we're getting uh, the movie stuff. Because Beerus and Whis have been found to be uh, in the files for the game. So, assuming some DLC at some point is going to focus on uh, Battle of Gods, or it's going to focus on Super. And I want to say some other movie characters like Broly and Cooler have been found in the data, which is cool too. Uh, I'm not sure if they're going to pop up, at uh, or when they're going to pop up. But it's really cool that they're adding some extra stuff to this game to kind of flesh it out. And, you know, I enjoy when, when games do that kind of stuff because, especially a game whose story, you know, I've played, I guess, a, it seems like a billion times at this point in other games. So, keeping it fresh feels good. It feels good to, to do that. Well, friends, I think that wraps up this episode of the Island Fish podcast. Uh, I know we're supposed to be getting a storm relatively soon, especially us in the New England area. So I hope y'all stay safe. Hope you are warm and cozy, sitting by the fire, drinking some hot cocoa, listening to this episode, uh, because it's not fun. We've had, seems like we had a couple storms this week. I know we had one earlier in the week, uh, and then last week we were promised a storm, which never happened. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's winter, and then, you know, it's New England, at least for me. So I expect storms all the time, and they don't happen, they don't happen. Uh, but thank you again. Again, make sure you subscribe to the Patreon if you want to show me some love. Again, that's patreon.com slash islandfishpodcast. Uh, like the page on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. I'm on Snapchat. Snap me up. Islandfishaj. Actually, that's a lie. It's high voltage ANG. I should probably get a new Snapchat at some point. We're on Instagram. Uh, have a wonderful, wonderful week. Uh, see you guys later.